Sign up for a free trial of Amazon Prime. 30-day free trial on coloradosportsguys.com. With Amazon Prime, you get free two-day shipping on millions of items, unlimited instant streaming of 41,000 movies and TV episodes, and over 350,000 Kindle titles to borrow for free. Go to coloradosportsguys.com and click the Amazon Prime free banner on the left side of the page. You'll love it, and we love you. Enjoy the podcast. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there entangled in the interwebs? A little change of pace tonight. We're going to flip the script. We're going to be the Lake Tahoe Sports Guys. Welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about sailing and stand-up paddle boarding. With me, as always, Ross, Hipsters, Glasses, Martin. Love the SUP, bro. The SUP, stand-up paddle board, is the, is the shit, bro. Yeah. And howdy, folks. Welcome to the podcast where the West lives. It's the truth right there, man. And making his way down here from Thornton, we got Jeff Morton. Tahoe! Tahoe in the house. We're going to be talking all Tahoe sports all the time. Let's get into some Tahoe-based headlines, yes. perhaps, huh? Or, or no? No. Should we yeah, stick we're with Colorado? Or? We're good. Either way? Yeah. Either way. All Do right. you want to tell us about your trip to Tahoe or something? It's a lot of fun. You, is that why you brought that up? He had some pretty pictures on Instagram. I did. I took some photos. Uh, he was like, here's a picture of my dick at the sunset. Here's a picture <laughs> of my dick on a, on a pontoon boat. Taking dick pics. Lake Tahoe style. They taught me how to do it well out there. Nate Timmons sexting in a brand new location. The shadow catches you just right. <laughs> Perfect. It's a beautiful thing out there. I haven't gone stand up paddleboarding yet. I did actually try sailing. I would actually didn't sail. I just sat on a boat that was sailing, but it was awesome. You know what I tried recently? I was at Wash Park with my niece and nephew, and we tried the paddle boats. Ah. This is a complete and utter waste of time. Yep. Or a complete and rudder waste of time. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, but the, these boats are the biggest pieces of shit you have ever even seen. Um, Made out of like Lego plastic or something. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like a yeah, it's like a Lego paddle boat. Uh, it was a horrible experience. We uh, even when we paid, we, the guy's like, "Don't worry, I'm not going to time you, so take your time out there because it's like thirty bucks for the first hour." And I was like, "Oh, really?" He goes, "Yeah, nobody makes it past the first hour." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, why not?" He's like. Because it's hot out, and then I get out there and I realize it's because it's horrible. It's a waste of time. It sucks. It sucked. But I did some people out there on the SUPs. Yeah. Stand up paddle boards. And uh, I thought, that's weird to paddleboard on the Duck Lake in Wash Park because there's no swimming in that lake. Don't fall in. It's like you're gonna <laughs> fall. There like, are, there are sharks in there though. There are, yeah, there could be. There's, there's, yeah, carp. Shark carp and goose. It's just like, it's like you're, you're paddle boarding through, or stand up paddle boarding through like a goose poop frappe. There's gotta be at least one dead body in there too, I would think. I hope. I always hope there is. I kinda wanna drag that lake sometimes, see what we come up yeah, with. You just wanna take, drag it out and poke it with a stick. Yeah. That's one of my dreams to always come across a dead body. Yeah. 
take your friends across the train tracks <laughs> like to go stand see Stand by it. me. Yeah. 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 This guy knows what I'm talking about. Be good. Uh, I, I have never gone uh, SUPing before, but they do it out at uh, Aurora Reservoir, and I've been seeing people on my bike rides uh, out there paddling. I'm like, I want to try this. It looks awesome. It looks not. You don't have cool. to be a bystander. You can just go do it. Yes. You don't have to sit on your bike with tears rolling down your cheek, don't pining cry. away. He's yeah. like, you just have to go do it. I don't have a picture ID <laughs> and $14. Rough stuff. Well, yep. So back from Lake Tahoe, made it in for the uh, Wednesday edition of the podcast. So and, dick pics and paddleboarding. Yep, dick Picks and paddle boarding have begun a pontoon uh, boats. Great, <laughs> ruin my life. It's interesting. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, let's get into some of Ross's favorite headlines. You know, uh, Friday night I went down to uh, the old Coors Field for a little little dudes' night out. Nice. Yeah, there was about eight, ten of us there. Anybody and get arrested or nobody got arrested? Not no. a true dude night out. There. It was uh, well, you know, we're all. Grown, adult, successful, semi-wealthy uh, young men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Emphasis so, on semi. So we had, you know. <laughs> Emphasis <laughs> on adult. <laughs> we, had, we had a great time. Um, we uh, got through the whole night without any kind of major disasters. We did play a lot of, uh, we went to this bar and we ended up playing like basketball shootout. Oh, we played, yeah. We did like the, uh, like the, Decathlon of bar games. We played darts. We played skee ball. We played so maybe it was a triathlete because those were the only three things we did. Close enough. But the whole night went just fine. Budweiser's no down at Coors Field. Yeah, something like that. You yeah. know, you know, we were up at that uh, that tequila bar up there in, in uh, right field, Fancy. which is not really a tequila bar. It's just a concession stand with like a wood wood bar instead of like a whatever. Bars, you know, no whatever bar. those counters are, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. They act yeah. like it's a big bar, but it's just, it's just, uh, you know, regular. Cons- but anyway, nothing really happened, which leads me to my headline here from <laughs> August 13th, 2013 from the USA Today. Man dies after fall from upper deck in Atlanta. Ooh. Did you guys hear about this? I did. Yeah. I didn't hear about it, but it's one of my worst fears. It's, well, it's one of those things where, That's you know, we were up there in the upper, you know, right field by that bar at Coors Field. The railings are there. Here's my problem. Now, the guy fell. Sad story. Yeah. Boo-hoo. Whatever. Did he fall in the stadium or like over the back he of the stadium? fell out over a railing into the uh, player's parking lot, like the private player's parking lot. So it's about... 40, like 60 feet, something like that. Okay. Bad news. Yeah. Sucks. Especially for whoever's Mercedes he landed on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is Chipper Jones still down there? Yeah. No, I don't think. I think he's retired. Bunch of insensitive pricks in this (laughs) spot. Chipper Jones. Well, here's why I'm insensitive about it. And not because whatever. I mean, you know, maybe the guy, rest in peace, it sucks. But you know what? He died doing something he loves, which is probably getting drunk in the Falling game. Oh, wait. Uh, base jumping. <laughs> he was base jumping. But here's what pisses me off is that right after that headline came out, later in the day, uh, in USA Today, here is the next headline I see. Family of Braves fan. Railings too short. Oh, God. Next one. Family of Braves fan that died from fall probably will talk to lawyer. Oh, yeah. Here's what pisses me off about this is because – 
The railings are about a certain height, right? Based on regulations, okay? They're not well, going to be a foot off the ground and they're not going to be two and a half feet. Eight catch feet. you right below the knee. <laughs> yeah, and this guy that fell was very, very tall. About eight feet. From he was, well, he's about six feet seven. As tall as the people oh, get. Jesus, really? As tall as the and, people that get in Thornton. And that's about three inches taller than I am. So I've been next to those railings many, many times and I've looked over there and sometimes when I see railings like that, I'm like, this is a little too short. But I know I'm tall, so I, you know, I don't like lean against it or, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Sure. This yeah, guy so, was 30. So for me, that would be about nose level, so. <laughs> right, I you're safe. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it. You're <laughs> safe. Yeah. You ain't going over the top. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, but, but what pisses me off about this is that, okay, what's next? Because, all right, so they're going to sue the Braves. They're going to have to like do something to prevent this idiot from killing himself. Got to retire his number. Safety on the nets. There's going to be like what safety nets put up on every railing. Yep. No more open air concourse um, walkways. Nothing like that. No more. It's just going to be like idiot proof because there are idiots. And I and I love this. And I don't know. I don't know if the toxicology report came back. But the, the mom was like, I know he wasn't drunk. He went up there to smoke a cigarette and he, he maybe he had a beer or two, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, I know this guy was drunk. He, I mean, he had to be drunk. Second of all, you find out 30 years old guy lives at home with his parents, landscaper. Now the parents are mad, blaming the Braves for his, his son's demise. There's a, there, it's all painting a picture here. It's painting a picture of a guy who, it was a miracle he lived past 25, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. And shouldn't we all just be happy you got those extra five years? <laughs> because if you get too drunk and you fall over the railing at a baseball game, that there's some justice in that. I believe George Carlin spoke about this. Some kind of, it's a natural selection, right? Jimmy eats too many marbles. <laughs> Jimmy doesn't live. <laughs> you know what's funny is yeah. last week you gave Bill Burr credit for creating the white guilt thing, and now you give uh, George Carlin for uh, creating Darwinism. <laughs> well, believe, George Carlin was probably older than Charles Darwin. So. It was, uh, oh, uh, George Carlin uh, was more witty, obviously, than, than uh, Charles Darwin. But, you know, I thought it was you were painting a picture of some sort of rogue um, – Landscaping mafia that offed him. <laughs> now, if that's the case, that's another. Now, if that's the case, which I'm not ruling it out, but we don't need to be suing the Braves. We don't need to be suing the stadium because the railings are too short. And they showed yeah. the picture yeah. of like people looking over, like, oh, look at the corpse. And the railing was way above their waist. I mean, these were clearly normal heighted pers- people. I just it, this type what was of stuff. he doing? I mean, what they haven't revealed is what the hell he was doing. He was to drunk, fall. and he was <laughs> leaning, or he was. I, I guarantee you, six foot seven inch landscaper. Bet he had back problems. Probably <laughs> store lower back. Bad oh no god, bugs. my back! Ah! <laughs> Uh, well, we're all going to no, God, this, no, we're not. No, we're not. This is no, the, we're good. Okay. No, this we're is good. the darkest segment in uh, CSU. <laughs> it's not. It's fine. No, we've had worse. I, I, I'm, I, I just don't Faith like. Faith off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was one of the most brilliant moments on the podcast. That was good. I just, I read it, and it's like, and then you start reading. Well. This is like the fifth death of people falling in that stadium <laughs> over the past, you know, ten years or something. And it's like, well, maybe Atlanta needs to Death people. Trap. These people need to get their shit together. <laughs> yeah. It's not the stadium's fault. That's all. Well, you know, everyone in Atlanta is a casual sports fan anyway. You know, no <laughs> one, there, no one there is actually really dedicated to any of their professional sports teams. So maybe he was just there to, you know, get drunk. Have you yeah. guys ever been in the upper decks of uh, 
Mile High Stadium, the high 500 level. I mean, or that the new one? Yeah. I was, I was in the old one. Yeah, this one, yeah, this yeah. one. I forget the name. Uh, I have not. It I, is I said pretty low. So when you no. go up there, it is almost. It is so steep because the old stadium held the same number of people, right? But it, the stadium was built out and up, right? The new one is just built up. So, like, you might be in the top row, but you're a lot closer to the field in the new stadium. When you go up there, it's like climbing a rope ladder to get to your seats. <laughs> you can get vertigo Does up there. Does it shake up there? It's like gnarly. From the wind? Do you feel oh, like it's, a, it's ah. gnarly, man. You know, and then you're up there, like, with just tons of gang members, you know, things like that, who will knife you to death. But <laughs> you're so... Member? You're so, well, they're from, they're transplants. Highlands Ranch guys. They're transplants oh, okay. from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Upper Ducks. Yeah, they, they made, they made the commute from Highlands Ranch to <laughs> knife someone in mean, a sports But I'm field. surprised <laughs> more people haven't fallen and broken their neck up there because there you have a r- real reason. You're just hey, climbing the stairs. Season's just starting, Ross. Just give it a little time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, the old mile high, I sat two rows from the top in 1988 to see a game and I was, Ten years old, playing the Seattle Seahawks. John Elway came up and kicked you in the balls. They were playing the New England Patriots, and it was really cold. But it was—I mean, there was a guy. There was a guy who was like right next to us, and he fell going down the stairs because you know it was slick and old mile high. And he was like shit faced drunk. I'm most likely he was. Yeah, and um, you could that could pretty much happen in any stadium. I I would say. I mean, there's. any, I mean, because of the massive amount of drunk people, specifically at you know NFL games. So very true. Yeah. Well, good yes. luck, buddy. <laughs> he's already dead. R.I.P. Good luck. Well, he's got to get through the uh, pearly gates. I think. Right. Come on. <laughs> hey, I R.I.P. William yeah. William Perry this morning. Kill, it turns out he kill. wasn't dead. Yeah. What was that? Was that just a Twitter rumor? Fuck it. Uh, excuse me. I got. To- <laughs> <laughs> you tricked my Twitter. I guess. No, I, I you got it from. Uh, Kelly Dwyer from like uh, yes, that's he what I saw it too. first, and I'm like, oh well, R.E.P. And then as soon as I found out he was alive, and I'm like, you know, I take back every nice thing I said. <laughs> yeah, it's like you say, like, hope you get ill or something. Like, Jesus, who? Wait, what? Not the Kelly Dwyer from uh, Yahoo Don't you mean Sports. Kelly Dwyer? Yes, yes. That said, Kelly uh, Dwyer. Kelly said Dwyer, that, Yahoo Sports ball. Don't lie. Yeah, said that uh, William Refrigerator Perry had died, passed away, and. uh I was like, oh shit, well, I'm just gonna tweet out my, my condolences and then, and this, it came in like 30 minutes later. Oh no, he wasn't actually dead. He used to play for the Bears, Ross. He was a detail. I'm familiar. And, and I know he's a bricklayer now. One of He, he ran a touchdown in the field. Familiar with him. Yeah, and they didn't let Walter Payton didn't score. It's been his, a big black eye on that, uh, Bears history didn't right there. Spend his money wisely. As far as I know. Him and Michael Dean Perry. Join the old club. Michael Dean Perry. Get off August. the field, Michael Dean Perry. <laughs> August 14th. Had three Super Bowls. Could have got four. August 14th, 2013. That's today. From the Denver Post by Ryan Parker and Mike Kliss. I get confused why there's always, like, lately there's just, like, doubled up on the bylines. It's a mess. Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> They don't have By the way, we should say congratulations to Ben Hockman. Yeah, there you go, man. Ben Hockman, two-time guest on our, our podcast, has been promoted to columnist, which means two things. One, he is now a uh, more reputable, uh, yeah. you know, guy. Like he's now the big-time guy in Denver. Number two, it means he will never be back on our podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> Well, hold, hold it there, Ross. I have a future commitment hey, date. Hey, we got, we, we got Sandy Clough on here. We can get Ben Hockman on. We got Ben um, saying he might come on. But, yeah, not only did Hockman get promoted to columnist, uh, and he's still going to do some nugget stuff 
He'll still be around Pepsi Center a little bit, making his uh, when he when he wants jokes. to be when he wants to be. Yeah, yeah he can cruise down. But then uh, Chris Dempsey's going to take over the Nuggets beat. So uh, oh, that'll be nice. Congratulations to Chris. I mean, he couldn't have you know it happened to a better guy. Why are you? <laughs> We're gonna have to. We'll get Dempsey in here. I've been trying to get him on uh, for a little while. Dempsey, uh, that'll be great. Dempsey's cool. Well, here's this article here again. Broncos, excuse me. Broncos. Von Miller arrested on failure to appear warrant. I think I speak for every Bronco fan, fan out there when I say Fawn or fan. What I say, Fawn. I think I speak for every Bronco fan out there when I say, God. Damn it, Vaughn. What the fuck are you doing? Would you fucking get your shit together, you fucking idiot? Fuck. All right. Now, beyond that, you guys obviously heard about this. Yes. I didn't quite understand what it was for. He had a failure to appear in court at some point. So for a traffic He got ticket. pulled over, speeding yeah. ticket. All right. showed up for he, it. Now, here's the thing. Now, it's like this is completely unrelated. To, you know, this wasn't drugs. He didn't have his anything. accountant send in the ticket. Like, right, cut the check. <laughs> yeah, CTC, like somebody, baby, come on, cut the check. Well, that's the crazy thing is he got a ticket, okay, and this is just like, all right. I don't hold this against him. All right. I don't. I've never missed a court date in my life or failed to pay a ticket that would result in a warrant, right? I've never done that. I've done other things that are stupid, and I've gotten in trouble for those, but I've never yeah. done that. But but I'm still not going to judge yeah, him on this. Super Bowl horts are but, riding on your shoulders. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, he was arrested at the uh, something gun club. Oh, yeah, the uh, Centennial Gun Club. Centennial Gun Club, right? So So I can only imagine that he was there to buy a gun. Or because, shooting guns. Well, I believe I believe the it's only way well, they would have come in and arrested him is if they were doing a background check for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. That, exactly. That might so. be the most dangerous place to get caught. Like cops are literally going in there while you have a gun. And like that's just has shootout written all well, over it. Well, here's the thing, Nate. <laughs> what you don't understand is that an armed society is a polite society. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Good point. So I've got, I've got two arms myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 But but it's like. <laughs> But here's the Where's crazy the applause thing. for that one? <laughs> You'll hear the applause when it's deserved, Jeff. So. <laughs> Shut up, Ross. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get one good joke out of 50. No applause for that. But uh, clearly this slipped his mind. What I w- what, you know, bothered me was that he had, he got pulled over, uh, was ticketed for the traffic offense, and then it was like, didn't have his license on him, didn't have his proof of insurance. You know, and all this stuff is hey. tacked onto that thing, right? BTB, man. I've been there, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but as I who grew up on Jay-Z, like most white guys from Golden. Yes. You know? Hey, right? you guys were the ones buying the CDs. The, the glove box <laughs> is locked, so is the trunk in the back. All my papers are legit, so you're gonna need a warrant for that. Is that how it goes? That's pretty damn close. You gotta get your papers <laughs> legit, Vaughn. Get your papers legit. Get your, get your papers legit! God damn it. What was he doing? Uh, like 55 and a 54? <laughs> He's doing 55 and a 54. That's profiling. <laughs> Yankees hat on. He's wearing a real lucky. What are you, some sort of lawyer or something? He's what? not, but he's... Come on, Vaughn. Come on, Vaughn. Uh, here's my question. Because I think he has the... Like, they're still appealing this suspension for the other things, right? Can they be like... 
The other things, yeah. What were those? Brandon Cristal. Nobody Molly knows. And, Nobody okay. knows. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> so Brandon Cristal had it at Molly and uh, Weed, but his source, I guess, was wrong. It may just be uh, he was over in Afghanistan on a USO tour. <laughs> Or he was just at home playing video games. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Chuck Tennis. They call him, they don't call him Scoop for nothing. Uh, <laughs> oh, the new Scoop. New Scoop's in town. But. Nuggets trading Kenneth Fareed. Why is there not like a, why haven't, why have N- the NFL, why has the NFL not, in all of the years of this type of little bullshit happening, why have they not hired somebody to just be like, all right, listen, you are the babysitter. You pull, you know, Arrest, you'll pull criminal records every Monday on, you know, 8 a.m. Like it's a regular thing. It's called the Josh Hamilton effect. You have a babysitter for the player. Josh Hamilton, the baseball player, is on meth. They have a guy shadows him. You don't even have to shadow them all. You just say, hey, listen, uh, every ticket you get, just tell me. You know, we'll make sure you get a lawyer there. We'll do that. Hey, you get a speeding ticket, you get a parking ticket. Let me know. We'll pay it. You pay us back. Uh, we'll pull your. <laughs> make I, sure you don't have warrants I got, every I Monday, got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> they can My do that. The mafia had this right. I mean, they always had the lawyer that was doing all the dirty work. It doesn't even need to be a lawyer. Yeah, it doesn't we, even need to be a lawyer. It can just be somebody to just Consigliere. Consigliere. Because let's be honest, yeah. it could be us. We yeah. could do it. We could do it. Let's be honest. This let's is go a down to Dove Valley right now. I know where it is. This is a small problem, right? Yeah. The guy misses a court date for a speeding ticket or some sort of moving violation. This is a small thing. Yeah. But now it's a big thing. Why does the NFL have, like, these, these guys supposedly are, are a billion dollar organization. The NFL is, they get, you know, $10 billion a year. Each, each NFL franchise is worth a billion dollars. Why don't they just have, you don't even need to do the whole team, just like the five main guys that you care about. Like run yeah. Peyton Manning's, run Peyton Manning's arrest record every Monday. Run Von Miller's. You know what I mean? I'd love to know what kind of dirt Peyton got into. You know, if he ever did, like at Tennessee, I help, can tell you. Helton's like Peyton. Here's what we're gonna do: get can, those pants off and let's go to the strip club. I can tell you, it involves an igloo cup, I, and and a and a barrel of moonshine. Ooh. A barrel, whole barrel. Full. That he was uh in the process of taking away from minors because they were not supposed to be drinking. By the yeah, way, have right. you guys ever seen the show Moonshiners on AMC? I think it's on AMC. It's not definitely not on AMC, but go ahead. Is it oh, History Channel? Maybe that's it. It's awful, but tell you what, Speaking I wouldn't mind Moonshiner for a couple of years. Breaking Bad. Ooh. Oh, man. We don't need to get into it, but it was the best... It was the best episode of any television show ever. See, the thing is, when you say stuff like that, I was listening to uh, some stuff earlier, and this popped into my head as well. When you see stuff, when you see on Twitter some big happening, like we just saw this Kendrick Lamar thing me and Jeff were talking about earlier, this rapper lyric where everybody's like, whoa, he totally killed these guys and blah, 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 or you say, that's the best thing ever or whatever, and then people go see it, and they go in with these like amazing expectations and then it's not ever as good as they suspected because you've just blown it way out of proportion. You're absolutely right. Yeah. However, in this case, <laughs> not true. Get it off the table. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my point. I, there there are no out. words in the English language in any sequence that could explain how good that episode was. Well, the show is in English, so they figured and out if some way. You are that. What, what are you even talking? That's like the worst. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Are you trying to argue with me here? Because it's not a good, not a good he's, argument. He's, Ross is on a roll. If you're in, if you're into Breaking Bad, if you watched it throughout, not even as it's on, but you know, maybe on Netflix or something, 
if you've watched it and you watched that show, it doesn't matter if you heard me say it's the best ever or if you saw it on your own. Whatever it is, it's better than what I'm saying it is because it's it's that good. Mm. Have you ever heard the term words cannot describe? Pictures worth a thousand words. <laughs> heard that one. Yeah. Jeff? Way to dodge the question. I, I've heard nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff can't hear apparently. Turn your headphones up here. There you go, Jeff. Can you hear us now? Um, but uh, yeah, Breaking Bad. I highly recommend it. Yeah, but don't break bad Von Miller. Come on. He yeah. broke bad, man. Yes, he did. He, he broke can't bad. just break bad. He broke bad. <sighs> broke bad mountain. Von Miller. Von Vaughn. All right. That's it for headlines. That's it? Really? Headlines are thin this week. Wow, they are pretty thin. All right. We'll hit that a little bit. I just want to ask quickly, did you guys happen to catch the Broncos preseason game? Did you guys do anything for it? Did you actually watch the game? I was, like was at my two bowling weeks ago league. now, right? I was at my bowling league. The this Holy Rollers. The, the uh, Thursday night. Good documentary, by the way. Yeah. I know a guy that was in that. Nice. I just know from The Simpsons. Um, yeah, I was say. <laughs> oh, that's from The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh. Pin pals. Pin pals. <laughs> you know what's really funny is we, uh, I'm with, in this bowling league with some people from work, and they were trying, we were trying to figure out the name. And, uh, and somebody, an idiot, thought All for a Pint would be a great name, which is not a great name. That's All for a Pint? All for a Pint. You should probably kill that guy and bury his body in the Washington Park Reservoir. <laughs> well. Or Lake. Or Lake. I have no intention of doing Pond. that. But here's the, the lake. part. Here's I'm going to drag that lake later this year. We'll see if he turns up. Tributary. Part. Not only does that make no sense, but when he filled out the paperwork or whatever for them to put the name up on the uh, score thing or whatever, the monitors, Yeah. it ended up being one letter too long. So it ends up, we're all, we're, now the name is we're all for a pin. <laughs> <laughs> That's your name? Which is ironically oh, like somehow related to bowling. Yes. But still true. like. It's like not funny or like makes sense. It's kind of funny because it's like, well, what about the nine other ones? Huh? Yeah. So you're so saying it's not joke as, right there, guys. You're saying it's not funny. as witty as a Beatles with an A. <laughs> it just we're all for a pin. We registered all for uh, a pin. I was playing softball in Aurora, and we registered our first name. Our team voted, and they wanted the name Long Dongs, so I voted for that. Or I wrote that in for Aurora, and then they emailed, and they were like, you can't have that name. It's unacceptable. And I was like, well, that's what a home run is. It's a long dong. Like, come on. Yeah. So we had to pick something. We went with the isotopes and other Simpsons oh, reference yes. on that. But yeah. some amazing uniforms. It's awesome. Well, anyway, I didn't watch the Broncos game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was on the TV. Yeah. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Yeah, it was, it was like, uh. Drawing any conclusions from any preseason game I was, at all yeah, is a I'd, complete and utter waste of time. I was I having some delicious hummus at Jake's Food and Spirits at the time. Ah, with, uh, with certain, uh, former Purple Row or former, current? Former Purple Row writer, uh, head dog, well, proprietor, uh, Andrew Martin. Oh, the long dong, as I call him. Yes. <laughs> the long, long dong himself, yes. Andrew Martin. And, uh, we went to Jake's and I, I was having a little hummus plate. Excellent hummus. Not quite as good as the Greek place by my house, but it was very good. And uh, it was on. And Jews I, don't I, do the hummus like the Greeks do. Let's be honest. Well, you know, and neither place sponsors the show, so I'd say it's mediocre <laughs> at best. If it was some, if it was some latkes or you know, a, a kishka, maybe I'd have that. But, but ironically, their bacon burger is fantastic, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Those fresh cut jalapenos on there, and. Uh, uh, it was on and I kind of saw the first series and then I kind of ignored it from there because on the, I did notice in the pregame they had Jake Plummer on. 
The plumber. Yeah. Yeah, and he also got like, you know, he's clean shaven. He's got a haircut. I was like, plumber's trying to get back into the biz, you know? Yeah. Whether sure. it's an announcer locally, he's trying to finger his way back into the biz. <laughs> it turns out, uh, handball does not pay as well as even an NFL <laughs> assistant coach. That is probably quite true. I would say. <laughs> I think he had aspirations of making handball the next new big thing. Yeah. I think, uh, old Jake was smoking a little wacky <laughs> tobacco when he was, uh. He lives in Boulder, I think now, or is that near Boulder? And, yes. uh. Well, I guess, uh, take back still on the wacky tobacco, apparently. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I saw him on there and that, but the game was on. I saw the first series kind of, but I really wasn't paying attention because I had no desire to watch this crap. It's What's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible! Don't watch it. I would tell everybody, do not watch it because you know the, one, you're going to try and draw conclusions. They're going to be wrong. Yeah. You're going to try and think it's important. You're wrong again. It's not important. It's not interesting. It's not football. It's not the NFL. It has no consequence. Nothing. Stop watching it. Don't watch it. Just wait. It's bad football. That's what it is. And you know the what goes best with the bad football is the pregame show, which features Drew Soisher now, since Channel Nine has it. So you have to watch Drew Soisher try to tell you about the Broncos, who he, I would guess, has probably never even seen one game of or one play. Why does everybody hate Drew Soitcher? I have a question. Why, why, why does everybody hate Drew Soitcher? What's, what's the problem with it? What's wrong with the guy? And number one, knows nothing about sports. And number two, no, I don't know. I mean, he, he literally just seems like he doesn't know much about sports. He appeals but, to a casual fan, I think. But he's not a, like a sports pundit. He's a sports personality. Yeah, he's, he's a sports a, personality? He's a sports anchor. He loves the old, uh, he's the good five o'clock guy. He appeals to the, the mothers that are at home. Haven't you ever seen Drew's Clues? Drew's Clues? Yeah, terrible. Drew's Clues? Resemble some of the games you've tried to come up with on this show, I believe. (laughs) Oh, boom! (laughs) That's a mic drop right there. Riley Ross took his mic. (laughs) Did you just say? I don't know. Before and afters, I do like this. Jeez. Man, that was a mic drop right there. That was. You might as well have just gone out. Damn it. Um, Drew Soitcher, love the guy. I think he's great. He's Why? a Denver institution. Institution? No, yeah. Ron Zapolo is a Denver institution. His, you know what? <laughs> yeah, Drew he gained all of his power. Pain. Ron Zapolo gained all his power from the mustache. Drew Soitcher has the courage to do what he does without the crutch of a mustache. <laughs> well, he does wear new balances. As do most middle-aged men. <laughs> <laughs> It is weird though to see the games on Channel 9. I thought it was, you know, whatever. I was kind of excited to see guys like Brock Osweiler just play because I've never seen him even throw a pass really, you know. So that was kind of fun, but. Well, you didn't watch the last preseason? Uh, I was. Not really, no. <laughs> I am interested in Brock Osweiler. I am interested in him. And, and I, and if I had been paying attention, I might have actually tuned in a little bit to watch him. But again, it's meaningless because you're watching a second string guy against a second string defense. Or and I also wanted to see a Monty Ball. And then I can't get over the fact that Monty Ball is wearing Mike Anderson's number and also has the same cherubic face as Anderson inside helmet. So I'm like, Mike Anderson, I would not describe his face as cherubic, Cherubic. I I must say. (laughs) In helmet, though, it was. In helmet. (laughs) Go back. Look at you. The cherubic. Google uh, image. Mike Anderson. (laughs) Angel face. He's got the little chubby angel face of a baby. I'm going to ask you a question. How how tall is Brock Osweiler? He's like 6'7", 6'8". 6'7", if he ain't 7 feet 2. I don't know. He's really tall. The only thing I noticed was that he's enormous. You know, keep him away from railings. But that's a good point. (laughs) Don't send him to any Atlanta games. (laughs) Are we playing the Falcons this year? Don't go to a Braves game. Yeah, don't go to a Braves game and have a beer or two. Have an igloo cut. And then just, just be minding your own business, walking to your seat, and all of a sudden, whoa, now I'm dead. 
Because that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens. Tonight's had been a dark episode of Colorado <laughs> Dark episode. But yeah, I mean, uh, I was kind of happy to see Trenton Holiday back. You know, one of my favorite players. Oh, the little guy. The little guy, yeah. The little muff diver. I mean, the guy who muffs the punts. Yeah, grabs those punts. And then uh, Nate Craigman had tweeted out something that Brenton Colquitt looked pretty good, and I uh, added you onto that tweet. Don't know if you ever saw it, Ross. I did see that. I, I don't respond to everything no you send me over Twitter. All right, that's disappointing. Um, Noted, but uh, won't change my pattern. What, is of, it news now that Britton Colquitt is good? No, he just looks to be in uh, he's mid-season the best form. Goddamn punter in the <laughs> NFL. Leg is nice and stretched I out. I can tell you what, though. Jesus, no Mike Horan. You know, I heard somebody talking the other day. Power of the mustache, Mike Power Horan. Power of the mustache. Um, about <laughs> Treadwell. David Treadwell. <laughs> and they said, yeah, but he was a barefoot kicker. Oh, and I was what? screaming into my... My speakers in my car radio. <laughs> and I was just like, this is why, like, listen, if you want to listen to erroneous bullshit and wrong facts, listen to the Colorado sports guy. Yeah, we you got that in droves. You listen to the radio for this. I listen to the radio and the guy's like, ah, I never understood the, the, the barefoot kicker David Treadwell. And it's like, people pay you for this? People pay you? By the way, that's my favorite uh, voice right there. By Ross Martin. <laughs> that guy. That that really is your best voice, uh, other than the um, Chicago. Coming in number uh, two, Wrigley Field. Uh, <laughs> well, that was uh, Nate Tillman <laughs> coming at you with the old Wrigley Field. No, it, it's I don't know what's going on with sports radio in this town this time. I, I only tune in occasionally just to remind myself why podcasts are better. And this brings me to a good point. Hey, folks, you're listening to this podcast but clearly because you're an intelligent. Higher level, you're a higher level thinker than all the rest of the sheep out there. So tell your friends about it. You know, tell them to listen because, uh, we're trying to get some sponsors here <laughs> and we need some numbers. <laughs> some good numbers. Begging for dollars. And the like numbers TBS. are good. Hey, we're not asking for money. We're just telling you to tell a friend and we'll get sponsors in here. We'll get you some real good shit. Yeah. It only sucks now because you guys aren't telling a friend. I've told a couple of friends. Oh, you're talking <laughs> listeners. We do have, we are going to have a, a pretty cool giveaway coming up, Colorado Sports Guys, Ooh. sometime in the next week. Let me guess, it's a Mozgov Militia t-shirt. <laughs> That's going to stay on We've the We've got a surplus of Mozgov Militia t-shirts. That's going to stay Please on the wall. Please, someone take them. <laughs> We're leaving that bad boy where it is on the wall. Did Tim Gelt give you a whole case of Igudala <laughs> t-shirts? It's number, number 19. Like, Who's 19? He's like, we Why is that one written on there in permanent marker? He's like, we were going to send these to Africa, but it's a Shipping's too expensive. And, you know, old man Josh wasn't going to call for that. So give them to your little piddly podcast listeners. Dad? Dad, put mom on the phone. <laughs> trying to get these shipped Dad! out Dad! I'm serious! I want to trade for Michael Jordan! Uh, son, he's retired. Dad! Dad! You never supported me! Put mom on the phone. Put mom on the phone, Dad! God damn it! Oh my god! Oh, all right. Well, well that, that took a tangent. <laughs> that was a tangent for sure. But uh, watch the Broncos, folks. They're good, but not until regular season. Yeah. Oh yeah, watch the regular yeah. season. Screw that whole thing. Well, don't even buy into that bullshit about the third preseason game. Okay? Oh, the third preseason game is going to be played. No, it's not. They don't show jack shit in the preseason. All right, you're just going to be watching a bunch of you know regulars playing at, at semi half speed for three quarters of the game. Don't. Buy it. It's just bull crap. 
You I don't actually here? buy it. I watch it for free on uh, Channel 9 with Drew Swisher. He tells me everything that's going to happen. You mean Drew the, you Swisher? Mean the, this guy's awesome. Hero. You mean I like him. I wish people would leave him alone. Wait, hold on. You mean he has been, Leave Drew Swisher alone! Harry's a saint. You mean, that's wait, it. hold on. He's a saint. Wait, wait. <laughs> These preseason games aren't pay-per-view? Well, sometimes. <laughs> I, I have to call someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff makes that call. We're going to take a short one. We're going to come back with things Jeff believes to be true. Here we go. Taking over is one of the most popular segments on the Cross Sports Guys podcast. Things Jeff believes to be true. Boom. One of the the three most popular segments of Colorado Sports Guys. Top three. Things Jeff believes to be true. Let's say top five. (laughs) (laughs) Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets, trying to consume some skirts for the E, so I could get some phones yeah. rolling. Dude, I could just listen to this. Yeah. I didn't think we need Jeff to talk. Warmer G, Jeff, can you talk this off? No. <laughs> so unfortunately, you'll have to uh, look that up on Spotify if you want to listen to it. Without me talking over it. What? I got a cassette tape. <laughs> I forgot. There's this, Ross has this gigantic machine that's steam powered. He turns uh, the crank on and he puts these cassette tapes in. Paddle boat? Amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, actually, <laughs> I listened to this whole song, Sans Commercials. Hmm? Nice. Hmm? Wow. Nice. Look at you. That's the hipster glass is obviously in part you knowledge that the rest of us don't have. Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna reduce, I'm gonna take it to take, take the tone down a little here because, uh, I wanna talk about something serious. If you guys don't know, there is something going on in, uh, the country of Russia. You can just say Russia, you don't say the country of Russia. I mean, we know it's a country. Yeah, whatever, Ross. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to derail you from your point. Don't, 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 don't be editorializing over my editorial. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's the, essentially what's going on is that there's been a strict enforcement of a law banning homosexuality throughout Russia. Uh, and it's been a recent, well, not really, I say recent thing, but it's really been stepped up recently by Vladimir Putin, the, uh, um, I see the prime minister who was the president and the prime minister, you know, whatever. Anyway, the prime minister of Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin. Right now, yeah, he was the president, but now he's not the president. Now he's yeah, the prime, prime minister, minister or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Because that all makes sense. What's yeah, going on over there politically? Like it's, 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 it's whatever, whatever kind of system that most yeah. countries have. Yeah, Everyone complains <laughs> complaining about the bicameral, uh, you know, institution of politics in our country. Maybe, maybe you should just look at you know Russia and just be like, yeah, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, and what I'm seeing over there is that. A lot of uh, homosexual men, mostly, have been thrown in jail, uh, and you know it's it's concerning to me. It's personal to me because I do have a friend, a very good friend, who lives in St. Petersburg, 
And were these men he, robbing places, or they've been thrown in jail because of? They, it's <laughs> just kind of like it's kind of like the Salem witch trials. He's you like, know? I have a friend who is a gay bank robber in St. Petersburg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, he was um, it, essentially it's kind of like Salem witch trials. They, they point him out. Like, and here's here's this. He has this uh, homosexual man, and this man is homosexual, <laughs> and he'll be killed. Obviously, it's going to be personal to me on many different levels. But for me, more than anything else, is that it's standing up for people who have no voice and who are being essentially persecuted for being who they are. And you know, we we complain about this country. Ross and I had a conversation about this before the podcast started. We complain about this country and, you know, rights and stuff like that and pe- people like me or, you know, you know, whatever, whatever is out there. And you see things like Russia and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. There's places that are far, far worse. And I can't just yeah, say we're back, not doing too bad. Yeah. You know, all, you know, all things considered, we're not doing too bad. We could do a lot better, but we're not doing too bad. Oh, actually. And it, what bothers me is that you see this and the, the, the Winter Olympics are going to be there. I was gonna say, yeah, the Olympics are coming to Russia, right? So, Sochi, 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 yeah, and it's somewhere in the Black Sea, I think, next to the Black Sea, and it is. I totally thought it was a Summer Olympics, by the way. <laughs> but you know, you got people not into sports. I'm sorry, but you know, you got a whole bunch of athletes that are going out there, and a lot of them are probably going to be gay. You gotta figure out all, some of the sports. All the swimming and sports. Swimming. Anything that requires a speedo. Uh, figure skating. Swimming in a, a winter sport, guys? Uh, frozen water sports. Sport. <laughs> figure skating, going with. You ever, figure, have you ever, um, like, swam on a frozen lake? That's an endurance <laughs> test. <laughs> you ever don't deep. even know about that, and us gays do, got it topped. <laughs> Anyway, I don't think skiing's limited to just heterosexuals. <laughs> no. I'm sure there's going to be some gay skiers there it, or it, lesbian. There's, there, you know, as in all sports in America, it, it's we, we are we are we 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 are in everywhere. We we have we have constituents in every sport, so to speak. <laughs> and, My father's gay, <laughs> and and so it bothers me because first of all, I've got I got a very good friend over there, and I'm very worried about. Two, you know, I can relate to it being gay. And three, how could we sit back as a free country, look at this and say, yeah, we're, we're just okay. We'll just let them do this. Whatever. That is an interesting question because wasn't there uh, uh, an Olympics in Berlin or Munich or something like that that to Americans and a lot of countries boycotted? No, oh, in 1936. Because of a little guy named Hitler? Yes, that's right. Isn't that what happened? That's right. And now we are going to an Olympic. We are going to represent our country in Sochi. Wait a minute. We didn't boycott that. Yeah, Jesse Owens ran. Yeah, that's right. Dominated. Jesse Owens. We boycotted the 1980 Olympics. In Moscow? In Moscow. In Moscow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the 1980 Summer Olympics we bought. bought that's what I meant. That's right. Yeah, it's clearly what I meant. Yes. You guys knew what I meant. I got you. No, I knew. We what you already meant. boycotted it because of a. We boycotted Russia once because of communism. Yeah. Yet, you know, now they're supposedly not communist, but we're okay with their anti-gay yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah why? A human, it's a human rights violation. It's easy. I mean, obviously, right? And, and when Hitler was president of the Soviet Union, we said. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hitler. 
<laughs> and it, it just, I mean, so what are they doing? Like, what are, like, has there been any kind of established? Like, are they just keeping these guys in jail for X amount of time? Like, are they having to serve a couple days? They're not being arrested or? for homosexuality. They're being arrested for like protesting and civil disobedience, yeah. that type of stuff, right? Okay. I mean, it, it, you know, yes, they have a hardline stance against homosexuality, but because they got nukes, like it's cool. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we, we don't want your nukes getting into some Chechen hands here, so we're going to be okay with, well, whatever you're doing over here. They got some of that oil over there, too? Yeah, they got oil and all that <laughs> shit. But honestly, why isn't the United States boycotting this based upon this solely? I, You know, then, and that's a very good question, and I don't think that's a question anyone can answer. Because they haven't said anything. No one, no one knows. I'll tell you why. It's because the United States of America is only slightly less anti-gay than Russia. We are less gay or less anti-gay or yeah, more pro less anti-gay than them, but not by much, frankly. And that is why, because, and the other reason is because gays don't make up that strong of a population. Yeah. We're not, we're not like, you're not like, yeah, you're not like the type of group that they need to get in order to secure whatever. But it is interesting that there are, that, that we have this Olympics coming up in a country that is openly opposed to the gay lifestyle. It'd be interesting to see if any countries wind up boycotting this. None of them will. No, of course not. Switzerland? Sweden? (laughs) Switzerland Even the gayest of countries. What about Luxembourg? The gayest of countries where they speak that weird combination of French and German. (laughs) But it is weird if they were like saying this about... Um, uh, blacks or, uh, Asians or whatever, there would be a, there would be an, an overwhelming, people would be pissed off. Well, that's the other thing too, like athletes could choose, if countries don't want to boycott, athletes could choose to boycott the games. I mean, that would be almost devastating to them as, you know, amateurs in this career. It would yeah, be a but tough thing can to Missy swallow. Franklin really cool. miss out on the 100 meter ice? Uh, ice, ice swimming. She's going back. Breast ice stroke. She should just speed skate. But she should stay home because us gays have that top. Missy Franklin should totally tweet out, I'm boycotting the Olympics in Sochi for the gay rights. And half the fuck, half the world would just be like, yay, Missy Franklin! Without even, cause they'd be dumb, they'd be dumb without even know. Yeah, and it's, you know. Cause they think Hitler was the president of uh, Russia. You know, the, you know, Johnny, I don't know if you got the figure skater, Johnny Weir. And he, uh. Johnny K. Weir? I've heard of Weir. He is, um, he, they asked him about it and he said, well, I'm, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do my own form of protest. They said, are you gonna be with your boyfriend out there? He says, no, my boyfriend's gonna stay in the hotel. <laughs> and I was like. But he's like, like I'm gonna uh, compete in I'm gonna compete. Chaps. And then I'm just like, what you a. We're a tutu out there. <laughs> it's just like, I, I, you know, I love you, John, but that is the worst kind of thing, statement to make. You might as well leave him home. Well, you think though, I mean, remember the, uh, the, the black fists, right? Like that was. Where was that? Iconic. I believe oh, that, that was, was in the uh, Germany Olympics, wasn't it? The one we believe got. Uh, no, no, no. That, that was actually terrible. 1968 <laughs> Olympics. I'm screwing this up. Carl, sports guys, where you come for sports history? Man, we, we have just, just got our facts just like all over but the no, place. But no, I mean, that well, was I didn't know you were going to talk about right? this. I would have looked at a couple of Wikipedia pages ahead of time. Yeah, okay, good. In, I mean, in my defense, 
I would this have, is I, an emotional subject, so I, I didn't do any research. <laughs> in my defense, that. I would have looked it up and then pretended like I knew it all along. But that's the iconic moment, right? I mean, those athletes out there with the black gloves on. No, that was in on. Mexico City, I believe. That, when they did that, it was like they had their I'm, hands in the air. I'm going to Google them shits. Nate's the only one here with the computer. But, I mean, that, uh, you know, having your own form of protest could wind up being another iconic moment like that. I mean, there's people that have that poster on their wall still to this day. Nate, a pink glove means nothing. (laughs) A pink glove means everything. (laughs) Or a glove with diamonds on it. Michael Jackson proved it can work. Well, then they would just think they're they're honoring the death of Michael Jackson. But I, I I don't know. It's it's just so it it got to it got to the point where I I said something about it on Twitter and I got some blowback from people who were like, well, it's you know it's none of our business. That's what they do over there is what they do over there. It's like it only you know what they do in Russia. Yeah. It's like what go, what's what what happens okay. in Russia stays in Russia kind of you thing. Know, you know you see that all the time, right? You see that like same type of attitude towards like if there is a uh, question posed, and we've seen it on the Denver Stiffs when you have posted uh, one of your gay agenda articles, right? Yes. <laughs> the other day I was on a website that was talking about uh, gay uh, race car drivers. Why isn't there more gay race car drivers out there? And there's a lot of reasons why there, I mean, there, surely there are gay race car drivers and surely there are gay athletes in all sports and there are reasons why they're not out in the open. But what consistently comes up in this argument, and I see this all the time and it's, and it's from people who just say things like, well, you know what? I don't even think, I don't understand why this is even a, a topic of conversation because what you do in the privacy of your own home is your business. And I don't care what you do. And to bring that up in, in, in front of everybody just makes you bigger than the sport or bigger than the team or whatever. And, and I always want to say to these people, Mark Knutson, <laughs> is that what he said? And I want to say to these people, you know, I just watched the, the PGA championship and it was, uh, Jason Duffner won won the PGA Championship, a major, his first major ever. Right. This was a great accomplishment. On Sunday, yeah. on as most golf tournaments end <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> this is this is the facts part of Colorado sports guys. Okay, <laughs> and uh, what happens? He wins the cup, the big PGA whatever Walnaheimer Cup or whatever. Wanamaker Cup, <laughs> Wanamaker, <laughs> and what happens? His wife comes out. And you know what? He gives her a slap on the butt. He moves on and everybody's like, oh, look at them. They're just so happily young and married and all this stuff. And the point is, is that like, it's not like he was banging his wife on the 18th green <laughs> right after he finished winning the PGA That's a way to celebrate right there. That would be right? a celebration. <laughs> it's not what he does in the privacy of his own home that we're discussing here. Yeah. Right? We're talking about what do you do? Uh, when you go to the movies, what do you do when you go to your company's Christmas party? What yeah. do you do when you go to sporting events? What do you what do you do when you go out to dinner with friends? You bring your significant other, and so that's not bringing what you do in the privacy of your own home out into public. But yeah. if you're the person that you are with, that your partner happens to be a man or a woman when you're a man or a woman, then you're going to bring them with you to these things. Yeah. And if you win the gold medal at the Olympics. Uh, what are they going to show? They're going to show uh, your girlfriend or wife in the stands watching you as you do your pommel horse or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Your 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 uh, you know your final shuck on the ice for the shuffleboard competition. What is that called? 
Curling. Curling. Ice, <laughs> but, ice swimming. But like this, this constant argument of like, I don't understand why this is even a topic of conversation. I don't understand. Well, this is why it's a topic of conversation because people are hiding what they do, you know, what, the, who they are from everybody else because people don't like it. Yeah. And, and that's, bullshit. that's exactly what you, I mean, and, and, and you couldn't have essayed that point any better, you know, Ross. I, I think it's what I do. Yeah. Um, and humility is also what you do. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's what happens. And, and by in, what I do, I mean, I speak for the gay population. Yes. Well, I sometimes have to calm Ross down from speaking the gay agenda we'll on every podcast. We call Ross so, the gay whisperer. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jeff. That's what looks good on you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> By the way, just to get our facts straight, the 200 meters at the 1968 Olympics, the ceremony Mexico City. in Mexico City featuring Tommy Smith, who won the gold, and John Carlos, who won the bronze. Boom. Uh, Threw the old yeah. black glove. Just a pack. <laughs> By the way, I just realized that, that song we were just listening to, which is a great song, by the way, fantastic song, Warren G. But it's about shooting up people and then going getting some at a hotel. And now that I just realized that. That's what it's all about, really. Just like the Olympics. You win your event, you go back I to the village and to you get it on. interpretation is all artists. <laughs> the lyrics have There definitely wasn't any gay stuff in it, though, No, right? there wasn't. No. Oh, okay, no, good. Too. Then I still like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not part of the gay agenda. Yeah. So I think the lesson we've all learned here... Jeff believes to be true. We should all protest this in our own ways, right? Pink gloves. Well, what Pink I gloves. I think that we, you know, the United States should boycott the Olympics. I think they should. It's, I'll vote for that. Here's oh, the here's the reason why. It's not that it's just like okay, we all know about Russian culture or whatever it is, and they are homophobic, right? It's that Vladimir Putin, the so-called head of state, has come out and said. Blatantly that they are going to enforce their anti-gay laws on even during the Olympics, and they're not going to make an exception even for this. And it is they could have just let it. I mean, would they, they throw like a an Olympic athlete who maybe says something? Would they m- maybe throw him in jail if it was like a U.S. country that said something? Like it's not. It's not like any, they're not in an embassy, so they, <laughs> they they they're in Russian territory. Right and it's there, not so. like the Russians are like have a long history of a. Fair and justice system. Yeah, I mean that would be interesting if, <laughs> if somebody said something in, a, in an interview or whatever. I would guess no, they would that. not because of the political blowback. Yeah, but they wouldn't want to take the but spotlight. But the point is, them. the point is, is that you have the people in the spotlight, the the figure skaters, you know, or maybe the hockey players. You know, we're not, you, ma- you yeah. know, making any stereotypes here. But it's not them that you worry about. It's just the guy. Who works at the accounting office around the corner in yeah. St. Petersburg? Who's you know? That, it's that guy you worry about. It's yeah. the people who don't have and, a national voice. You know? yeah. It's the people who have, don't have a platform. And the United right. States of America, by boycotting that Olympics, would send a message to the whole world that would be profound, and it would be like saying, you know what, guy who's gay who works at the accounting office or. You know, Igor. the salon, yeah. you know, again, we're not you know, being stereotypical, but it's saying to that guy, you know what, we're going to stand up for you and you don't have to say anything and get yourself arrested. Yeah. We're going to stand up for you. Yeah. And on top of that, Putin's dicking us around with this Edward Snowden bastard, not giving him to us. Yeah, it's, it's, 
And unfortunately, you know, the U.S. probably not in a, in a position to uh, stand up that strongly for something that we ourselves here are fighting every election season with, with gay marriage and things of that nature. We so. can mm-hmm. stand up. We, we can do it. We do better than them. We can. Well, on a personal on a personal note, you know, I, I'm, you know, you guys have been great and very supportive of me. And in fact, by and large, most people I meet are. Um, and like I said, it just you look at the situation, you look it over over there, and you think, I'm glad I don't have to necessarily worry about that. Could you sort imagine? Of I, I, Could can, you I imagine? can't imagine living under that kind of fear. I think know? Sylvester Stallone said something similar. You know, he said something like, "If I'm gay." You can be gay. We all can, can be, be gay. gay. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> all right, guys, let's let's take a short one. Come back, wrap this bad boy up. Back out of here, Colorado sports guys. I think Jeff might have something to say. Oh, I wrote an I wrote an article on um, yeah, Lafonso Ellis. Uh, I read it. We should have brought this up earlier. It wasn't just an article; phenomenal article. It was a nineteen year. Uh, it, was, it was nineteen years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> Where it's like the piece that defines you. Yeah, it's like a his, his opus. What is that? Magnum <laughs> opus. Yeah, your opus magnum or magnum, yeah. I was thinking Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> yeah, you magnum, were. It's my yeah. magnum condom opus. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking at this nice signed Lafonso Ellis jersey that, uh, old, uh, old hipster lasses has in the studio here and autographed. Autographed. And it's, it's just amazing. Well, I, I wrote an article on Denver Stiffs, um, on, uh, Tuesday about, um, Lafonso Ellis. And this is a uh, great art. One ahead, in the one article in the series. I guess we could call this uh, article number two in the series yes. of the ninety three, ninety four twentieth anniversary commemorative article series. Jeff's writing about that team. It's like commemorative plates, but they'll last longer, much longer, last forever than on the interwebs. Yes. And I read it, and I, you know, frankly, I'm not known for reading articles. Yeah. I'm TLDR. A, I read headlines. TLDR. But I read the whole thing because it was about Lafonso Ellis. And much to my surprise, I was mentioned many yeah. times. He mentioned, yeah. Jeff Morton mentioned me almost more times than he mentioned Lafonso Ellis. Yeah, I in think this so. Article. It was like, <laughs> Ross Martin, um, scored 15 points and, and grabbed in nine rebounds. And I think Lafonso, I think Ross Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in a, in a matter of speaking, you know, every time I look up at this jersey, I, I, I think of that because when one of my favorite players of all time is Lafonso Ellis, one of Ross's favorite players. Hey, um, toss me in that mix too. Love the Fonz. And it's like, and, and uh, Tim Gelt, the Nuggets uh, uh, media guy, uh, got a hold public of me. Relations public director. relations director. He got a hold of me and he said, like, oh, I sent this uh, article to, to Lafonso Ellis, and Lafonso Ellis sent me a nice thank you. Uh, and I, I was very, very stunned by this. Yeah. And I had a permanent smile on my face. You know, and then I really until you hear about that Russian bullshit. And then, and, and of course, yeah. And then I, <laughs> then I cut myself. You know, I mean, and then we, I. <laughs> if we think of Ellis, though, I mean, he was, you know, one of those power forwards that you see more nowadays than you did back then. I mean, he's this super athletic, oh. had some range. You know, really had it going until he, you know, was unfortunate to get hit by the injury bug. 
And I didn't realize that, I didn't remember, I mean, it recalled in your article that, you know, he also left Denver for the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks stammed them for mm-hmm. taking Dikembe and Lafonso. Two, two seasons after, uh, Dikembe did. And then, uh, he hurt his knee in that, that 94, 95 season playing a pickup basketball game with Brian Stith. And he cracked his kneecap and it only lost all but six games of the season and it was pretty much like, yeah, not it's not pretty much worthless in the I mean, he's, six games. He was pretty much becoming or on his way to becoming a 20 and 10 guy. Yes, he was. You know, he was a 15 and 10, as you point out in your article a few times, just around there, 14 and 10 and 15, 15 and 9. Or I mean, that's so, great there for was, power forward. If there was any yeah. problem with Lufonzo Ellis. Especially next to Matumbo. You can grab nine rebounds next to Matumbo. Oh, that's man. <laughs> Mr. Kembe. Hey, Lufonzo. Lufonzo, <laughs> get this pick up for me. I got to take a break. I have some sex with some co-ass. <laughs> Stop taking all of my rebounds. <laughs> Who wants to sex with Tabon? <laughs> Who wants gold? Diamonds. <laughs> I have diamonds and pussy. You know, I missed one of the uh, times last season. That is the best impression uh, anybody has ever done of anybody else. Yeah, I, Considering I am a 6'4", palest of white men, and I just did the best impression ever of a 7'2", black man from, like, Nigeria or Nairobi or... Congo. Congo, <laughs> Nairobi. Anyway, from, oh, the, from, this, from the uh, 1936 Olympics. Yeah, 1936 Olympics. Right. Stalin that, that they that they boycotted, <laughs> but yet still Jesse Owens ran. Um, but I do. Isn't it weird though? Like Lafonso played for Denver, Atlanta, the Timberwolves, I believe, and Timberwolves like the and Miami the, Heat. The Miami Heat. Like it was almost. I saw him in like the Heat jerseys, which are pretty much the same ones they're wearing now because he played up until like 2000, 2001, and I was like. Fonz played in 2000, 2001? 2003. Yeah. He played too. No shit. 2002, 2003. He's got some money in the bank. So. Almost threw up when I saw him in the heat jersey. He was like, no, Lafonso! Interesting. It was interesting, right? No. We we remember Fonz for those two seasons, but he had some good seasons after, but they were never complete. Yeah. I mean, he would kept getting injured every season. And, um, the 95-96 year, he was like averaging 21 points a game and then hurt his other knee. <laughs> he hurt his yeah. left knee. And then it's like, I did, this guy cannot catch a break. You always wonder if that's from like the imbalance of your body, you know? Yeah, like, you know, usually it's overcompensating. Yeah, yeah, overcompensating. Yeah, and then that's, that's usually what happens. When better terminology. You know, I was just reading an article and the other day. I write long-winded articles. So <laughs> I was reading an article the other day, and I think it might have been the USA Today, something like that, and it was talking about a Shenandoah Valley college player who had written a blog post about Bill Simmons being an idiot. Because Bill Simmons and Jalen Rose were reviewing some sort of like Nike summer of basketball dunk tape or whatever. Yeah. And on this dunk tape, I don't know if you guys read this article, but on this dunk tape, they had this player from Shenandoah Valley who had uh, dreadlocks. And Bill Simmons said something derogatory to- about dreadlocks. Oh, I remember that. And this yeah. player from Shenandoah Valley, I think it was Shenandoah Valley. I could be mistaken. But he wrote a, a very long and very well-written blog post basically putting Bill Simmons in his place saying – what do you mean? You think that I'm dirty? You think I'm stinky? Blah, blah, blah. You're just an idiot. You should, you are better than this. Blah, blah, blah. And in that, he said, so what do you think? You, you and he also said something like, you can't tell the difference between Allen Iverson's cornrows and Kenneth Freed's dreadlocks. You know, are you going to tell LaFon, and then he said, are you going to tell LaFonzo Ellis? And I'm paraphrasing and probably misquoting, but he said, are you going to tell LaFonzo Ellis that his 
cornrows look bad or something like that. He's got and like short had, dreads, yeah. Yep. And I had no idea. And I was right. like, what do you mean Lafonso Elvis? And, and actually, I was just like, then Lafonso Elvis. Elvis. Elvis? Lafonso Elvis. Lafonso Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis. I was just like, oh, I, I know him. I know him. I got to say. But, but I was like, oh, he, Thank you for I, your article, I didn't even Thank know he much. had cornrows or, or uh, short dreads or whatever. He's got like he short did. braids, yeah. And actually, I, I missed a practice last year. I, I wasn't able to attend a Nuggets practice and Lafonso Ellis happened to be there and like talked with the media and everything and I was like, no, Miss Lafonso. <laughs> he was if if but Kenneth he's got he's got, Ken- he's got a cornrows or whatever he does and if Kenneth th- Kenneth Farid could become Lafonso Ellis that if ten- Kenneth Farid could become Lafonso Ellis that would be fantastic that would be what we want Kenneth Farid to do yeah is become Lafonso Ellis the Fonz yeah he's a little shorter than Fonz but. He's still got freakish athletic, and if he had like a mid-range shot like Lofonzo did, Lofonzo Ellis though was so athletic. Oh man, so athletic. Oh. The one thing almost unheard of coming out of Notre Dame too. Like when the Nuggets drafted him, I was like, no clue who this guy. Yeah, is. I said that in the article. I can't like, even I believe you guys <laughs> paid attention because I read that in the article. I can't believe you guys paid attention to the draft when you were like. Oh man, I listened to it on the radio. Like, I, used to, I used to record them on VHS, buddy. Weird. I have them like at my house on so VHS. So they had the NBA draft on television? Uh, I don't know when the first one was. Was it 85? Was that one on or was TV? it like on closed circuit television, like weird, like over ham radio? Yeah. Cause I remember tr- distinctly watching the Jalen Rose draft and like running around my grandma's I, house after they picked him. I was like, you know, oh what? yeah! I remember that too, but that was different. I mean, that was, I guess that was 93. Yeah. Or 94. I was still yeah. shitting my pants, wiping on the old walls. <laughs> <laughs> you also did that when Mozgov was drafted. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Don't go into Timmons' room. But no, but I like that article and, and, uh, I'm loving the, uh, whole, you know, glory years, glory days, uh, reliving because especially, you know, the 94 Nuggets, Lafonso Ellis. And I love how you always refer to Dale Ellis as like the bad guy. What was his name? Oh, Dale Ellis. So worst. many bad stories about Dale Ellis though. Like oh, just man, talk was... to some people in the media or fans or anybody interacting with him. Feinstein has a great story that he's written about. Uh, they're sitting in the stands and somebody was heckling Dale Ellis and Dale could hear them because there was literally probably 20 people in the building when the Nuggets were terrible. And what did Dale like turn around and yelled like oh, some derogatory you? statement or curse yeah. at the like, guy or something? Yeah. You Jewish piece of shit! <laughs> Not at Andrew. Well, that was Dennis. No, it wasn't was at Dennis. Dennis I looked at Andy Feinstein and said, "You do it, piece of shit." No, it was funny. <laughs> Dale <laughs> Ellis, <laughs> you know, Dale Ellis is the primary reason Issel resigned. No, the primary reason why Issel resigned was because he yelled first time? Mexican piece of no, shit. No, not the, the second first time. time. Oh. The first time. Which time? I thought we were playing on that joke. He, how many times is he? No, yeah, no, he resigned. And it was like, like, it was funny because nobody knew that Dan Issel said, hey, you white piece of shit, every time he left the stadium to the white guys. Yeah. <laughs> he hates everybody. <laughs> he hates everybody equally. He hates everybody. That's why he lives in Windsor or something. Yeah. All, Future uh, guest of the podcast. Future guest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> figures. So, Love you, so, so hopefully, hopefully Ross tempers himself in the future. <laughs> I'll be like, Dan, what you said that day. I've been waiting 20 years to tell you what I think about you. <laughs> this is a takedown podcast, Dan. I'm not Mexican, Dan. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> but I felt that day. But I have Mexican <laughs> friends. I mean amigos. All right, guys. Before this devolves any further, let's go ahead and get the heck oh, out of Oh, you got to get to the movies. 
Yeah, going to the movies, ditching out on you, uh, fine gentlemen. But it was good to see you guys. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back in the studio. After a couple of days. You didn't miss the studio. You keep saying that, but you were here last week and now you're here again. The people who are listening don't know you. I'm saying. We're on vacation. If we leave, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> when we leave here on Tuesday nights, usually by Thursday, I'm jonesing to do another podcast. Like, I'm like, man, we should like get back together. That's and why we do did that. That's why we did that special podcast last week. <laughs> Very true. And we'll be so. doing them again uh, as the NFL season kicks yes, off. We will. Here's to the Jews, the Mexicans, and the gays. We love you all on the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, where the West lives. Here we go. We'll see you guys next week.